Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the CG Business Advisor, brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. I'm your host, Scott Seidenberg, reminding you to please subscribe, rate, and leave us a little review on our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from as it goes a long way into helping us grow. We hope you've enjoyed our previous episodes as we flip the calendar to 2021. On today's episode, we have two returning guests, both from CG Tax Audit and Advisory, Don Cowan, the managing partner, and Daniel Bagjinski, the marketing manager. And what they're going to discuss is the results of a recent business outlook survey that was conducted by CG Tax Audit and Advisory in conjunction with the MODC, the Mammoth Ocean Development Council. We're going to find out what exactly is the Business Outlook Survey. It's the 16th annual survey, how it's run, who responds, and a few major takeaways from the results, such as the financial impacts of COVID-19 on businesses and business expansion in 2021, as well as remote work and the Paycheck Protection Program and how that has been applied. Don and Danielle are both perfect for this episode. Don has been with CG Tax Audit and Advisory for nearly 40 years. He serves as a business advisor to privately held companies and high net worth individuals in a variety of industries to help clients improve business, create wealth, and achieve goals. And Danielle's got more than 14 years experience in marketing, advertising, and public relations and she manages all communications, digital, print marketing, social media, and branding for the firm. Danielle, let's start with you. Uh, tell me about the Mammoth Ocean Development Council first. What is the MODC? Sure. The Mammoth Ocean Development Council, it's really a fantastic organization. It's a networking and advocacy group dedicated to supporting businesses and the business environment in Mammoth and Ocean counties and even, you know, throughout New Jersey. Um, they have a big membership. It includes, you know, hundreds of influential companies, local companies, community and government leaders, nonprofits, and they really represent a diverse group throughout the Mammoth and Ocean County region. And so recently you did a survey, a business outlook survey uh, in conjunction with CG Tax Audit and Advisory and the MODC. Tell us about that. Every year, MODC in conjunction with CG Tax Audit and Advisory conducts a business outlook survey of companies and organizations that are doing business in, you know, in Monmouth and Ocean counties and, you know, throughout New Jersey. This year, you know, we had a bit of a rehaul of the survey being that, you know, 2020 truly was a year like no other. And we really wanted to dive deep and find out, you know, how the pandemic was impacting businesses and executives in our area. So we ran the survey from October 30th, 2020 through December 4th, 2020. Got about 75 respondents from a variety of industries, including healthcare, tourism, nonprofit, education, a lot of professional services you know, and more. So what we do then is we present the results of the survey at the beginning of the year, and we use these results to better understand the current position of local businesses, how they've been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, and, you know, how they view the economic climate moving forward. That's interesting. And you talk about how everyone's been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So um, if you look at those who have responded, tell us about how concerned they are about the lasting effects and everything. 
People are very concerned about the lasting effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, we kind of asked for some open-ended responses to give our respondents a chance to speak freely about the economy. And, you know, they're, they are, they're, they're very concerned about the lasting effects of coronavirus, how it's going to impact, you know, not only the economy, but, you know, their business, their team members, their staff, you know, their, you know, whether they're going to expand or not. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, the pandemic has kind of caused a, um, really a bleak outlook for the New Jersey economy looking ahead to 2021. So, you know, again, we we kind of see that concern. And, you know, Donna and I have talked about this at length that, you know, we conducted the survey, you know, October through December 2020. It'd be interesting to see now if the comments are the same, are they better, are they worse, you know, now that we are sort of a month into 2021. Don, talk about the financial impacts that COVID-19 has had on businesses and what you found out as a result of this survey. Sure, Scott. Uh, And Danielle did a great job in putting this survey together. And one thing she did is that she also got information from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association. So she got some statewide figures that we used as a benchmark to compare them to the local economy in Monmouth and Ocean County. 75% Uh, the people that responded to the MODC survey said that their business was never had a negative impact on the business, the COVID situation. Whereas in New Jersey statewide, 40% said that they saw a slowdown, slowdown. So it's a little bit different, but we did find that most businesses moved pretty fast to deal with the situation. And what most of them did is they tried to cut expenses and leave uh, the employee reductions to the last possible moment they could. Uh, They also canceled the expenses like marketing expenses, advertising expenses and capital purchases. But they did state the fact that once they got the PPP money, that that at least put them slightly uh, even or even a little bit better off than they were in 2019 as far as the net income was concerned. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I want to ask you more about the, the PPP in a couple of minutes here, but as far as retaining employees or letting go employees, what did you find out about these companies and whether or not they furloughed employees or reduced their workforce? It's interesting. Uh, about, I think it is, the percentage was somewhere about 70% or 60-some percent said that they, especially the small companies, under 50 employees, tried to retain the employees as much as possible. And once they got the money, they actually hired them back. The biggest, one of the biggest issues all of the employers had was that because the government was also paying unemployment for at, at a rate of additional $600 per employee that was unemployed, some of them didn't even want to come back. And that was a big issue for the employees. How could they get them back? That's really, yeah, that is interesting. Because some people, uh, especially if you weren't making a high enough wage, they, some people were actually making more money on unemployment than they were making at their, their regular jobs. What and that's if- correct. And, mm-hmm. and Scott, what we see now is that under the new program that was just uh, put in place on, uh, by Congress on 12-21-20, that they lowered that $600 down to 300. So that will, I think, maybe incentivize incentivize some of the people to come back instead. And and did you mention, did they reduce benefit offerings to employees, these companies as well? 
They tried not to. Uh, I think the percentage was very low. I think uh, Danielle, if I'm not mistaken, was about 13%. Correct, 13% only. Yeah, that the the employers actually reduced the benefits. As a matter of fact, a lot of employers, even if they let the person go, still kept them on insurance. That's good news there. Danielle, what about expanding business now as we project forward here into 2021? What did we find out? So it was pretty interesting this year, actually. We saw, looking ahead to 2021, a kind of a significant decrease in respondents' plans to expand either in Monmouth and Ocean Counties or New Jersey. So when we asked the question, we asked if, if respondents plan to expand in Monmouth and Ocean County, in New Jersey, beyond New Jersey. And we actually added a virtual category this year because, you know, obviously with many team members working remotely, we were interested to see, okay, maybe people aren't expanding physically. Are they going to expand digitally? So, you know, I mentioned before, there was a pretty significant decrease in plans to expand in Monmouth and Ocean and New Jersey. And actually, for those who indicated that they wanted to expand outside of New Jersey, we saw, again, a lot of changes in our year-to-year responses. So this year, the main reason that people want to expand outside of New Jersey was really just due to normal business expansion. In years past, the main concerns, you know, or I should say the main reasons that respondents want to expand outside of the state is, you know, cost of doing business, cost of living. Those are really at the forefront. This year was really just due to normal business expansion. And then, you know, kind of kind of just tailing on with, with the remote work, um, we were interested, you know, to see, okay, are people going to expand virtually? Um, interestingly, at the point of the survey, we only saw about 9% that planned to expand virtually. Again, knowing what we know now and being where we are in 2021, I'd be interested to see if that number would even, you know, become a little higher. When you say expand virtually, do you mean hiring employees that are not just not going to work from office and they're going to work from home? Or do you mean hiring employees that might not be in the vicinity of the office? Maybe you're looking at national reach of employees because you know that employees can work remotely rather than just hiring local employees that can get to the office. Exactly. So, Scott, I'd say actually it's a combination of both. So, you know, having those employees that literally work from home 100% of the time. And I think, you know, when you do that, you can essentially work from anywhere. You know, for our firm and, you know, Don and I have talked about this at length, you know, we've we've been pretty much at home since the start of the pandemic. And ironically, Don and I have not even seen each other in person, you know, in about a year, which is, which is kind of crazy. And, you know, in the survey, we actually found that, you know, we were very similar in that respect to a lot of other businesses in our responses. So about um, 75% of businesses actually had their staff working remotely. Um, but when, you know, when it comes to expansion, you know, I, I think that that could be, like you said, Scott, having a staff member that works 100% from home, 100% of the time, whether that's in New Jersey, whether that's in Florida, whether that's in California, whether it's in England, you know, wherever, I think that's sort of that flexibility that working virtually allows. And I think actually when we do the survey next year, we'll probably even drill down into that deeper to find the specific parameters of what a remote employee looks like to each business. Because I think depending on the nature of the business, it's probably a different answer. Hmm. And Scott, if I could just add something to what Danielle said, I always try to uh, put in a... uh, 
personal note as far as how it affected us, our firm, so you can get a feel for this. We are, uh, Danielle is calling in right now from sunny Florida, <laughs> where she is working. Uh, we also have a partner in Florida right now. And we have uh, two of our team members are actually on the ski slopes working in uh, New England or Pennsylvania, where uh, we're allowing everyone to work at home if they can and get the work done, which is nice. And we are actually uh, put in place where we are going to have this policy for the, for the foreseeable future. That's great. So other employees might want to take advantage of uh maybe getting out of the cold for a little bit. As long as they get their work done and everyone's efficient, that's the most important part <laughs> uh, of, of this, no matter where you are working from, as long as the work is is done. Don, you mentioned the PPP uh, program a little bit earlier, and I want to get into that and the results that you found out from this survey about companies that uh, sought out federal and state funding, whether it was the PPP program or the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. The survey said that 50% of the of the of the people taking the survey apply for the PPP loan. Of that, of the fifty percent, three quarters three quarters of the participants said they actually rehired. Thirty one percent took the EIDL loan, and that fifty percent also said that they will need additional funds in two thousand twenty one. On a personal note, we found that, like we said before, the individuals that took the money used it quick, quickly, and it definitely had an impact on their business. As far as our clients that we can see, that in that situation, most of them fared better as far as the net income was concerned once they got the money. Uh, but the biggest issue they have right now in these PPP loans is that Everyone is extremely nervous. And like Danielle mentioned before, the survey ended December 4th. We have clients rushing right now to fill out the, the PPP loan applications to get the second round because they're worried about the government running out of money. So they are uh, applying quickly due to the uncertainty. And, and when you talk about revenue and sales and other programs that were affected for these companies, uh, when you look at, I assume this survey looked at both nonprofit and for-profit organizations. So when you look at each of them, how did their revenues and, and how did that, how was that effective if you go, go through each of those? Sure. It had a major impact on the nonprofit area also. Uh, many nonprofit uh, uh, organizations are getting less uh, donations. So the revenues are down dramatically. It's unfortunately been a situation that we've seen over the last couple of years, but we saw a large dip in 2020 compared to 19. And that's basically because the donors are nervous about spending the money right now, you know, or, or contributing to the um, potential um, not-for-profit not organizations. So what they're doing is they're dramatically cutting down programs right now. And the PPP money uh, was good for them because they really needed this just to keep stable. And they're trying to figure out right now where to get the increase in revenue for 2021. As far as for-profit businesses, though, do they expect sales to stay the same? Um, what's their outlook for 2021? That's a great question. And Danielle asked that question in the survey, and it was an interesting response. I believe it was 44% of the 
uh, businesses said that revenue was going to stay the same in 2021 as it did in 20. Now that's down already from mm-hmm. 2019. 28% said they see an increase and 28% said they see a decrease in revenue. But what's, what else is interesting is that some businesses actually fared, out, fared off better. By way of example, um, packaging places were obviously hmm. with everything happening as far as um, Amazon, um, contractors, so many people did work in their homes during this time to get things. Transportation logistic companies, boating companies, recreational vehicle, um, camping equipment companies. These companies actually, a lot of restaurants that were slowly take out or fast food, they did extremely well in this time. That's really interesting because all of those, it kind of makes sense because you mentioned people are home, people are, are, are out of work and what things would make money during a pandemic. You know, I, I guess people are looking at the stock market as well and seeing wh- which companies could, could be on the rise like Amazon or, or other remote things, Zoom and, and, and whatnot. Uh, but if you could sum up and Danielle, take, take a stab at this as well, based on everything that you have found out in this survey and I know that you said that people are concerned about the, the the future outlook, but would you say that there is reason for optimism or should people be more pessimistic when it comes to the 2021 outlook? That's an interesting question, Scott, really, you know, who among us can say, <laughs> um, but you know, you know what, Scott, to your point, I, I do think there is reason for optimism and, you know, I can, you know, thinking back to some of the questions we asked in the survey, I, you know, when we were putting together the survey and asking questions, I was a little bit nervous about the responses. And, you know, obviously, as Don mentioned, the nonprofits were hit pretty hard. But what we noticed is that, you know, in terms of companies that had to furlough or lay off employees, the numbers were not nearly as high as they would have anticipated. So I think also a lot of companies to maximize loan forgiveness are now bringing back some of their staff members. And we asked that question as well. So we said, you know, if if you furloughed or lay off staff, you know, are you planning on bringing them back? And the answer for, you know, most of the respondents was yes. Um, You know, we didn't ask a specific timeframe, you know, we we could certainly look into that next year, but that's certainly, you know, a reason for optimism to bring, to bring people back to work. Um, You know, and I think a lot of the concerns we saw were specifically from retail, hospitality, restaurant tourism sectors in our area, which which makes sense. You know, it, it's Monmouth and Ocean Counties where the Jersey Shore, that is a huge component of our revenue. Um, you know, that being said, you know, it, it, it's tough on those sectors, but you know, I think Don mentioned before, other industries have really excelled. I mean, when you look at technology, we asked our respondents, you know, what was the biggest, um, te- you know, biggest piece of IT infrastructure technology they invested in? It was Zoom, Skype, WebEx, Microsoft Teams across the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and now it's so funny because mm-hmm. people are even me t- even telling me, you know, they're getting this Zoom fatigue. You know, you're on <laughs> Zooms all day. You know, I think certain businesses kind of kind of did benefit. You know, I I, I don't know if I want to say benefit, but they weren't impacted as as monumentally. In 2020. And I would imagine, Don, that with increased vaccinations across the state of New Jersey and and just nationally as well, you're going to see some of those businesses that were affected actually 
have increased revenues in 2021, whether it is some of the uh, tourism or other attractions. I would assume that this summer the, the beaches will be open and, you know, Live Nation is, is a company that's going to be back to putting on concerts. So, you know, PNC is going to be back and and they're going to have events. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I understand that some of these companies like like Live Nation and others have said that they might require vaccinations. That's a whole different discussion. But I'm just saying that with the with the advent of vaccinations, we could see sporting events and concerts and other things like that return where that's a huge moneymaker for for all businesses across the state. Yes, yes, Scott. And I'll give you a couple examples and some information that we thought was very interesting. We took the survey and Steve Reed, Danielle and myself, we que- I questioned some uh, clients and some industry leaders throughout New Jersey and asked them questions. And I want to say there's a cautious optimism, yet there's the uncertainty that they are worried about. When they, most of the businesses that we talked to in this survey mentioned the fact that they kept a reserve of cash moving forward. So a lot of the companies are in better shape than they were in the past to weather the storm through the, at least the spring, winter and spring. Um, and once the uh, IRS came back with, and Congress came back with the fact that you can now tax deduct the expenses that you uh, use the funds for, that made a huge difference for individuals now and businesses because they have a situation where they were saving money to pay taxes, and now they can use them for expenses still moving forward. So, so that's one of the good things that came out after the survey was taken. Uh, but there's still that, uh, that uh, I want to say, uncertainty that they're worried about. Will they be back to, you know, to normal soon enough to make a difference in the revenue and expenses for 2021? That's yeah, that's that's reasonable. Danielle, if people mm-hmm. want to find out more information about the MODC and about this survey from uh, CG Tax Audit and Advisory, where could they go? They can go to MODC.com. And if you go to MODC.com, that's the Mammoth Ocean Development Council's website. They have a link to a actual copy of the presentation with all of the data and the figures. And there's also a recorded version of the webinar that Don Cowan and Stephen Reed presented. And then, you know, if anyone has questions or they want additional details or insights into the survey results, Don and I are happy to speak about it anytime. And you can, you can find us at CGTeam.com. So go over to CGTeam.com. If I, Don and I are contact information and, and, and we're happy to chat about it anytime. Well, Don and Danielle, thank you so much uh, for joining me on this episode and, and sharing the results of the 16th annual MODC Business Outlook Survey. Uh, some really interesting stuff here as it relates to COVID. And of course, we're, we're all curious to see what's going to happen throughout 2021. Great. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Scott. That's some interesting results from this survey. And once again, as Danielle said, you can go to cgteam.com to find out more information about this. And you can head to the MODC website for more info about the survey. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, For Danielle and for Don, I'm Scott Seidenberg thanking you for listening to the CG Business Advisor. And please remember to subscribe to the podcast. Give us a little bit of a rating and a review as well, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it's Google or Apple or Spotify, Stitcher, doesn't matter. You can even ask your Alexa device to play the CG Business Advisor podcast and she'll do it. Trust me, I've done it. (laughs) Don't forget new episodes release on the 1st and the 15th of each month. And we'll talk to you next time right here 
on the CG Business Advisor.